1: The Supreme Court weighs the death penalty for the remaining Boston Marathon bomber. The defendant's brother planned, led, and directed the bombing. Higher prices, empty shelves, not enough truck drivers. The Port of Los Angeles announced today
0: that it's going to be begin operating 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
1: And life imitates art for William Shatner. Space, a final frontier. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, October 14th. I'm Rich Thomason. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says the Supreme Court appears open to reinstating the death penalty against the surviving Boston Marathon bomber. Jokar Tsarnaev was sentenced to death by a jury after he and his brother carried out the 2013 bombing, injuring some 260 people and killing three, including an eight-year-old child. Last year, an appeals court overturned the death sentence, but hearing arguments from the Justice Department, the court's conservative justices, appeared open to overturning that lower court's ruling. President Biden has openly opposed the death penalty. That his own Justice Department is still pursuing an appeal in the Tsarnaev case. It began with President Trump is causing disappointment among many Biden supporters. Justice Department Attorney Eric Fidgen says the jury rightly weighed the evidence in the case.
2: And the jury's nuanced verdict in this case was based on that evidence, not anything about pretrial publicity or anything about Waltham.
1: Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh with some tough questions for the defense. The defendant is saying uh, that he committed, he the defendant committed
0: these murders uh, and maimed these people, but my co-defendant is a worse person because he previously committed some other murders. Is that the theory or, or explain to me the theory?
1: The defense argues that even though Johar Sardayev participated in the bombings, his older brother Tamerlan is really to blame, saying Tamerlan planned and executed all of the specifics of the bombing and that Johar just went along with it. Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan.
2: Now, all of those, that was the entire case. Were those mitigating factors sufficient to um, give him life in prison rather than the death penalty?
1: The justices expected to rule in the case by next July. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says a major abortion case set to go to the high court. John Birch with Alliance Defending Freedom says the case involves Mississippi's 15
2: weeks law. It says that you cannot take the life of your child after it's reached 15 weeks gestation.
1: Birch tells the Salem Radio Network modern science makes clear the humanity of an unborn child at 15 weeks.
2: All it has to do is grow a little bit bigger. Um, if you saw the baby at 15 weeks, no one would deny that this is a human child.
1: The high court is set to hear arguments at Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization on December 1st. A former Justice Department attorney is among those subpoenaed by the House Committee investigating the January 6th riot. At the U.S. Capitol, Jeffrey Clark was an assistant attorney general during the Trump administration.
0: Attorney General William Barr had said the Justice Department found no evidence of widespread fraud that could have overturned the results of the 2020 election. But Clark lent a sympathetic ear to Donald Trump's claims the election results were fraudulent. He clashed with superiors during the final weeks of the administration, including during a dramatic White House meeting. Meanwhile, some officials involved in organizing and running the rally that preceded the violent storming of the Capitol are handing over documents in response to subpoenas. Ed Donahue, Washington.
1: We are paying more for everything as supply chains are frozen. Daybreak Insider's Greg Cluxton says one of the nation's busiest ports will become a round-the-clock Seven days a week, operation. The
2: president announced that the port of Los Angeles is following the lead of the port of Long Beach in going 24-7.
0: 40% of shipping containers that we import into this country come through these two ports.
2: It's an effort to relieve supply chain bottlenecks and move the stranded container ships that are driving prices higher for Americans. Mr. Biden also said shipping companies FedEx and UPS are pledging to work around the clock.
0: Their commitment... To go all in on 24-7 operations means that businesses of all sizes will get their goods on shelves faster and more reliably.
1: Those goods need to be moved from the ports to the stores, and that, says Daybreak Insider's Eric Hudd, is thanks to truck drivers. If
0: you got it, a truck brought it.
1: That's Al Pacino from the movie The
0: Irishman, as estimates say over 68% of all freight in the United States is moved by a truck. The trucking industry has always had a driver shortage and retention issue, but they are essential. Now, while women make up 47% of the nation's workforce, only 6% are commercial truck drivers. Drivers mostly are male, and average age is 55. That means the majority of truck drivers fall in the age range of 45 or older, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and they say many of those will retire in the next 10 to 20 years. That means recruitment is an issue for the industry. Truck driver John McCown spoke with MSNBC's Brian Williams and said there was one factor of the shortage, a consequence of the pandemic. One thing really hurt us bad with the pandemic is the the, the truck driving schools shut down. So there's really no there was nobody in the pipeline, and that's why really is one major reason why we're really short.
1: Food companies facing renewed pressure to use less salt in their products. The FDA spelled out long-awaited guidelines on Wednesday aimed at reducing sodium levels for 163 foods, some favorites like potato chips and french fries, along with condiments like ketchup and mustard. The voluntary targets are intended to help lower sodium intake. The agency says a majority of it comes from packaged or restaurant food not the salt added to meals at home. The agency says reductions have to be across the food supply so people can get used to eating less salt. I'm Julie Walker. The head of the Chicago Police Union is urging officers to defy the city's vaccine mandate. The president of the Chicago Police Officers Union
0: is calling on members to defy the city's requirement to report their COVID-19 vaccination status by Friday or be placed on unpaid leave. In a video posted Tuesday and first reported by the Chicago Sun-Times, John Catanzara vowed to take Mayor Lori Lightfoot's administration to court if it enforces the mandate. Catanzara instructed officers to file for exemptions but not to enter information into the city's vaccine portal Zara said if the city enforces the requirement the police force will be at 50 percent or less for this weekend at a news conference wednesday lightfoot said the city is prepared to deal with any fallout
1: related to the vaccination requirement i'm mike gracia and while not covid related the union representing film and television crews set to strike
2: Studios are at odds with the union representing film and television crews, which says its 60,000 members will begin a nationwide strike on Monday if it doesn't reach a deal. A strike would bring a halt to filming on a broad range of productions. Union leaders say catching up on productions delayed by the pandemic is resulting in worse working conditions. Union members say they're forced to work excessive hours and aren't given reasonable rest or meal breaks, and that the lowest-paid crafts get unlivable wages. A publicist for the group representing the studios, Jared Gonzalez, says that. There are five days left to reach a deal, and the studios will continue to negotiate in good faith. I'm Jennifer King.
1: Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says the U.S. and Israel working on a backup plan if Iran fails to negotiate in good faith. Not its nuclear program.
2: During a meeting in Vienna, American and Israeli representatives said they are exploring a plan B for dealing with Iran if it rejects an offer to comply with a revitalized nuclear agreement. Secretary of State Blinken and Israel's foreign minister did not elaborate on what those options might be. Reviving the Iran nuclear deal is a top foreign policy priority for President Biden. In 2018, then-President Trump withdrew the U.S. from the international pact.
1: Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House reports that dozens of drones recently took to the skies across Tel Aviv, an experiment that officials believe could pave the way for commercial drone use. All across Israel.
0: Israel's National Drone Initiative, a government program, believes delivering goods via aerial drones will take pressure off highly congested urban roads. The demonstration was part of a two-year program aiming to apply the capabilities of Israeli drone companies to establish a network. Such a network would enable customers to order goods and have them delivered to pickup spots.
1: But the initiative faces many issues, including ensuring that the drones can handle flights through turbulent weather conditions and that individual privacy is not violated. Finally this morning, in a flight that lasted only about 10 minutes, 90-year-old old actor William Shatner has become the oldest person to go into space. Manage and start. Two, one.
2: William Shatner and three fellow passengers blasted off from West Texas to more than 66 miles into space as part of the Blue Origin flight. Shatner's claim to fame is playing Captain Kirk on Star Trek. Upon returning, Shatner was overcome as he thanked Blue Origin founder Jeff Bezos.
1: What you have given me is the most profound experience I can announce. I'm so filled with emotion about what just
2: happened. Audio courtesy of Blue Origin, I'm Margie Zaroleta.
1: Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason.